0: Hey, everyone, and welcome back. It is time for eczema part two. What about the soap? So in our last podcast, we talked a lot about eczema, especially with respect to allergies and moisturizers. There were a lot of really good pearls in that podcast. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to it yet, I strongly recommend you go back and take a listen. So today we're gonna focus on soap. Um, The reason why this is so important is because it can definitely play a role in whether or not your skin barrier is disrupted um, or well moisturized. So the key question is, of course, what is the best soap when you have eczema or even what's the best soap when you are trying to prevent eczema and maintain a healthy skin barrier? Well, the answer in short is going to be a fragrance-free pH balanced bar soap. And I know that that sounds like a less exciting proposition and maybe a disappointing answer for some of you. I know that previously when I was at least growing up, I always loved using a body moisturizer. Uh, sorry, a body moisturizing wash, um, especially one with a fragrance um, and a really nice loofah, because I always felt like it was just so luxurious and the smell was so good. It just was like a real treat. But there's several issues inherent with moisturizing body washes, or just body washes, generally speaking, okay? So first and foremost, allergies. That's really the the key thing here. So just like we talked about in our last podcast, a common allergen is actually fragrance. And so a lot of these moisturizing body washes tend to be fragranced. And so we want to avoid those. So remember, key fragrances that we're looking for when we're looking at ingredients lists, there's fragrance just generally. When we patch test or allergy test, it's fragrance mix one and two. But other key things include balsam of Peru and even limonene and linalool. Okay. So remember if you are choosing a soap or a body wash, which again, I advise against the wash, you want to avoid fragrances to help minimize the risk of allergy and the likelihood of developing eczema. Well, what about choosing a body wash that doesn't have a fragrance? Cause those definitely exist. Well, unfortunately this doesn't really eliminate the problem or reduce your likelihood of developing allergies to the product. Okay, I'm sorry, it does reduce it to some degree, but not completely. Okay, so what are other allergens that we're looking for? For one, there's one that's called CAPB. Now, this is short for cocoa amylopropyl And what this is, is it's a surfactant. Okay, so what a surfactant does is it helps oil and water mix. And it's actually what's responsible for foaming or sudsing when we're using soap. So a lot of us think about choosing soap and choosing one that is gonna foam like that because it feels like we're getting more clean if we have that sudsing action, but that's not necessarily true. So sudsing is not necessarily required in order for cleanliness. Now that said, CAPB unfortunately does tend to be an allergen for a good number of people. And so when we're looking at products, we want to avoid that. So you might think, okay, well, certainly there's going to be some body washes that have it, but a lot of others don't. And probably the ones that you would normally think of as being good for like a, a dry skin or a person that has history of eczema, those ones are probably fine. Well, it turns out at least just looking at the ingredient lists on Amazon, that's not necessarily true. So Looking at just common ones that I see on Amazon, unfortunately, Dove Deep Moisture Body Wash, Olay Hyaluronic Body Wash, Nevea Refreshing Body Wash, and even CeraVe Hydrating Body Wash all contain CAPB. At least they do on Amazon. So I'm not sure if they have updated ingredients lists if you're actually looking in the store. Just be aware that that allergen is actually found in these products. So don't be fooled by just thinking, oh, well, that's a good brand for eczema. Other things that are really common in body washes that can cause allergy are preservatives. We talked about this a lot in the context of moisturizers too, because of course we don't want to develop any infection from using our personal care products. So they do put preservatives in there to help prevent like bacteria or fungi from developing in the product itself. But these are inherently found more commonly in body washes as compared to bar soaps. And the reason for that is because there's more water in the wash as compared to like a bar. Soap, right? And having more water inherently makes the product more likely to potentially develop infection. Okay, so what are the common preservatives that we're looking at? Well, again, as we discussed a little bit in the last podcast, two of the really common ones are what are called MI and MCI for short. So MI stands for methyl isochlorothiazinolone, whereas MCI is methyl chloroisothiazinolone. Now, these are unfortunately two of the most most common allergens when we're looking at patch testing, specifically at least with respect to the article published in Dermatitis back in 2021. And specifically, they actually found that when they were looking at the significance of positive allergy testing, these were the most significant allergens, okay? So again, you might think, oh, well, it's just a body wash and it's fine. But the truth is, is that commonly products have these allergens hiding in them. So which one specifically? Well again, turning to Amazon, common ones do. So ones that I found at least these include Olay hyaluronic body wash, interestingly Dove's Dove men's body wash, even Amazon Basics body wash contain either MCI or MI or both, okay? So again, you know, just taking all of this into consideration, I think that we can all agree that Choosing a bar of soap rather than a body wash is probably going to be a better idea when we're trying to avoid eczema or have a healthy skin barrier and happy skin. Because again, we want to choose a product that has lower likelihood of having allergens in it. Okay, And that means bar soap rather than a body wash. All right. Well, that then brings us to the next question. If we are using bar soap, which bar soap should we choose? There's honestly so many options out there. I know at least when I go to the grocery store, I sometimes am overwhelmed by the number of choices. I mean, there's all these artisanal body soaps that are now available. There's our classic ones that have been around for years, like Irish Spring and Dove, Safeguard. So how do we make the right choice? Some of the same rules apply here as, compared to you know our other discussions like with with regard to moisturizers or even body washes so we want to choose a product that tends to have fewer ingredients and does not tend to have allergens in them so that again includes um, a fragrance free so ideally we would choose ones with fewer additives like and capb we would want to avoid and that's that surfactant or foaming agent that i talked about We also wanna avoid a lot of preservatives if we can. But inherently speaking, because it's a bar soap rather than a water-containing product, in general, they're gonna have fewer preservatives. So the first step is, of course, to identify a bar that has fewer allergens in it. So review the ingredient list. Second step is honestly to find one that has a pH that's similar to our skin, or what we call pH balanced. Okay, so this is a concept that a lot of us may not be familiar with, but it becomes really important Important. We're thinking about our skin's barrier and this actually may get a little bit detailed or a little bit nuanced, but it's actually really quite fascinating. Okay. So basically in order to maintain a healthy skin barrier, normally what happens that one of our skin layers called the stratum granulosum is going to re- release contents from what are called lamellar granules. This is actually going to release precursors to three fats that we need in the skin that are actually going to help maintain our normal skin barrier. So this includes ceramides, cholesterol, free fatty acids. So if we have those precursors, they can get broken down to these three key components to help maintain our skin barrier. But in order to break them down, our skin requires an acidic pH or what's called the acid mantle. And that's typically a pH around 5.5. So if you don't have the acidic pH, the enzymes that are needed in order to create these fat, fat they're not going to function and it's going to be a problem. So your skin is going to feel really dry and then that's going to tend to be really itchy. Okay. When we're looking at soaps, the question is, of course, then, well, how do we choose one that has an acidic pH to maintain that acid mantle? Well, that can become really tricky because when I'm looking at bar soaps, most of them don't have the pH on there. I wish that they did. I honestly think that they should. So, in general, just a key principle to keep in mind is that if it's a true soap, meaning that an alkali plus a fat, by definition, in general, general, it's going to have More of an alkaline pH, meaning it's going to be a high pH, oftentimes around nine or ten, which is going to be bad for your skin. It's going to leave you feel dry and itchy and irritated. Okay, so we want to choose one that again is an acidic pH. So what about, for example, the classic ones like Dove or or Cetaphil bar soap? Here we actually have Google, which can be a little bit helpful, I would say. So again, you're not going to find the answer with every bar of soap, but I did do a little bit of back background reading here for you guys. So looking at ivory, the pH is nine and a half, if you can believe it. Castile soap is between nine and 11. CeraVe fortunately is closer to acid mantle. So it's 6.4. Dove is six and Cetaphil is actually 5.5. So those three bar soaps, the last three that I mentioned, CeraVe, Dove, and Cetaphil, they're all closer to our acid mantle. And so in general, they're going to be better choices than some of these other more common ones like I ivory or Castile soap, at least some of the artisanal soaps, even though the artisanal soaps can look so attractive because of their smell, which again, we're avoiding and also their color. Plus, I'll be honest, in general, when I see an artisanal soap, I feel inclined to buy it because I want to support local companies and I want to get a soap that's going to have more natural-based ingredients so I can feel like I'm choosing the right thing for myself and for the environment. But again, just use caution because we want to get one that is pH balanced. The bottom line here is that when you're choosing a soap, you want to get a fragrance-free ideally pH balanced bar soap, okay? One final thing that you gotta keep in mind is that when you're using this soap, it's really important to actually use lukewarm water rather than hot water and the reason for this is because the hot water really just sucks the moisture out of the skin and it's also going to contribute to dehydrating your skin and making you feel dry and itchy so i know that that was a lot but if any of you have any questions please don't hesitate to reach out you can send us an email if you like this podcast please go ahead and subscribe we would love to have you as a follower And then lastly, um, if you are interested in referencing the articles mentioned in in this podcast, um, please see our show notes. Thanks so much. And please be on the lookout for more podcasts to come.